and as you're walking down this pathway, you can look right into the distance. And as you look into the distance, you see this huge mountain. And it's beautiful, just one single mountain. And as you start looking towards the peak, you see someone shouting, Hello! Come here! Come here! And you're thinking, who's that? And you start walking. And as you're walking, you hear the voice. Come here! Come here! And it's the voice of a little kid. And as you're walking, you start thinking about your life. And you look at that mountain and you think, Oh my God, I need to go up there. It's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult. But as you're walking, you're thinking about all the mountains that you have climbed in the past. The challenges, the health challenges, the family challenges, the difficult challenges, the challenges where you thought, Oh. My. God. And as you stand before that mountain, you say, you know what? It's time. It's time for me to step up. It's time for me to do something myself. It's time for me to do something magical. It's time for me to climb the biggest mountain in the world. It's time for me to do something incredible. It's time. For me to take action.
child holds your hand, takes you right to the edge of the mountain. You get that notepad, and you start writing your list of excuses down. And as you write them down, on one on each page, you give it to the child, and the child throws it off the mountain, and you see it disappear. All of a sudden, you give a whole book of excuses. And then you look at the child, and you say, what do we do? And the child says, throw it. And you say to the child, you throw it. He said, no, no, no. I've done my job. You throw it. So you get this book. You get this book. And you take your arm far back. And you throw the book. And you see it flying towards the sun. It's going towards the sun. You can see it going further and further and further and further and further and further. And all of a sudden, it hits the sun and it just explodes. All those list of excuses, gone. And you look at the child and you hug the child. And the child goes within you and becomes part of you. And as the child goes within you, you hug yourself and you say, you know what? It's time! You stand in front of the mountain, you raise your hands into the air and you say, I am ready and it feels so good and it's, it, just look out how it feels just look into the distance and just say I feel amazing I feel it in every cell in your body take a nice deep breath sudden you come down the mountain and you start running down this path and you're running and running and running and running and running and you're feeling alive you're feeling amazing you're feeling fantastic you're feeling absolutely incredible you're light now get ready to run the fastest run you've ever done Look into the distance, be free, and run faster, come on. And as you're running, think about your dreams, your goals, the things you're going to do in the next one year. Just imagine you're running, and a big barrier comes your way. But I want you to leap over it. Just imagine effortlessly, you're leaping over it. You You're running free, faster and faster and faster. And here comes the financial barrier. Here it comes. Just simply jump and fly over it. And I run faster. Look at your health. Look how beautiful your body looks. Look how amazing your body looks. Look how fabulous it looks. Look how healthy you are. And as you're running over the barrier, 
and right at the end of the pathway is your family. And I just want you to imagine all of you are celebrating. What do you look like when you're celebrating? Show me what you look like, guys. Come on. Put a smile on your face at least. A big smile. Keep your eyes closed. Put a nice big smile on your face. Take a nice deep breath. Take a nice deep breath. Keep your eyes closed. closed. Just for the next 30 seconds, I just want you to be in silence. Keep your feet grounded. And I want you to make some commitments before we carry on today. Number one, I commit to making a difference in my life. You can tell yourself. In fact, put your hand on your heart, if you will. Let's make some commitments. Let's do that. Let's, let's make some real commitments. Number one, I commit to doing the best I can do. I commit to a life of happiness. I commit to accept that difficult times will come, but I will pass them. I commit to know that I'm always protected and I'm always looked after. I commit to accept that I deserve everything good in my life and no one has the right to take it away from me. I commit to standing up for myself. I commit to becoming wealthy and rich. I commit to doing great things for people. I commit to doing things for myself for a change. I commit to stop whinging, whining, moaning and complaining all the time. I commit to hanging around with some amazing people. Beautiful people. I commit to getting rid of all the toxic crap in my life. I commit to not allowing anyone to ever take advantage of me. I commit to speaking my heart out without being mean. I commit to being strong and powerful and loving and kind. I commit to deserving wealth. I commit to being that person that's going to make a difference in my family. I commit to being the, the greatest story ever told. I commit to myself. I commit to my family. I commit to the people I love because I am strong. I commit to not making excuses about my age, my time, my money. I commit to not making excuses about my inexperience or not having enough. I commit to just being in pursuit of happiness because I am strong. I am powerful. I am loving. I am kind. I am unique. I am one of seven billion people. Wow! I'm as unique as my fingerprint. Take a nice deep breath. Feels nice. Keep your hands to your side. Take a nice deep breath. And when I count three, I'd like you to open your eyes. After three, one, two, three, and what do we now? Everybody, please open your eyes and shake your hands. And can we get Arzu back on here for a quick second? I want Arzu to wake everybody up. I know it's been a bit of a tough one. So shake your hands, shake, shake.
bad like you were doing. Because the beat is slow. But you could actually dance much more crazier to a slow beat. Yeah. That's what rich people do. Yeah. They don't just go with the flow. You know, like... So if you want to go like, like you know, do a bit of uh, Michael Jackson, you could do that on this. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was good. boy. So we're going to do the same thing. But we're going to dance crazy. See, see, otherwise you would say, well, if the music wasn't loud enough, therefore I can't do it. This is, this is how you do something. Is how you do everything. Oh, thank you. Is <laughs> how you do everything. What is your... Uh, did we just read each other's mind? Was that how we did that? Uh, no, this is four and a half years of secret Melinda blueprint. <laughs> so, look, the point I'm making is even with the music, we could come up with our... We can't do anything because... It's, in fact, let's do something different. Let's, let's make it even harder now. What I'd like you to do, guys, in the back of the crew, find some really... Uh, find some music... Uh, find a nursery rhyme. You know, like, the wheels on the bus go round and round. I'm used to that now, 24 hours a day. Right? And I want you guys this to make them dance to the wheels and the bus will go round and round. That's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. So we're going to try that. So, by the way, some of you can't even be bothered to stand up and do anything. If you don't want to dance, don't dance, but at least just move your hand. Do that or something. At least do something. And the reason I'm doing this is because a lot of you are very emotional right now, and I want you to kind of step up a little bit. So get ready. The wheels and the bus go round and round with Azu Shah as the driver. Everybody, let's be go. Go. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. Round and round. Okay, come on.
call it a hack if you want to call it that, to get your brain to remember that your list of excuses have to be burnt. If you do this activities in a very powerful way, I, uh, with, it, with true, uh, true intention, you will get some amazing results that are uh, unimaginable. I'm going to show you something on a flip chart. Hopefully, I'll get a flip chart in a minute. I'm going to show you something on a flip chart, and it's going to explain to you how your money files work. So I've got some great uh, feedback here. Thank you, Arvind. Out of the world, but I was crying most of the time. Uh, I loved it. It was super emotional and amazing. I was crying, says Lian. Imran, Maxud says, great. You, uh, you, it blew my mind away, says Lisa. I don't want, I, I don't want my tears get rolling down, says Shaista. Amazing. You know, uh, a lot of people uh, start crying with stuff like this, and I'll tell you why that happened. I'll just quickly explain. It's a little off topic, but I will explain. The reason why people cry is because a lot of people have a really big mismatch between who they are and what they want to be. See, children are the most innocent people in the world. Children, generally, really small, when two or three years old, they never lie. They don't lie. They don't know how to lie. If I, if I go up to my son today and I say, you love me, and he say, if he says no, it's the truth. If he says yes, it's the truth, they don't lie. So when a child has this innocence, it's pure, it's very powerful, because it's vulnerable. It doesn't care what you think. It doesn't matter what you think. And as we get older, that little child disappears. But happy people have that child all the time. Have you noticed that when people get older, they become, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this, I can't do this. If all of a sudden, that youthfulness of the human being disappears. And that's a really bad sign. It's a really bad sign. It means that you're not getting old. It means you're getting mentally old. And mentally old people get old very, very quickly. And nowadays, there's a lot of mentally old people that are 20, 25 years old. Who already got to that stage where they're thinking, I'm not going to do this. The, the, the child of a human being is beautiful. Colleen, is that your daughter? Oh, wow. Listen, can we put Colleen on? I want to talk to her again. See, I love people like her because at her age of 65, she adopts a girl five years ago. Amazing. What's her name? Zana. What's her? Zana. Zana, yes. As in her Zana, but with a Z. What? Is that beautiful? I mean, what do I say about this woman? The Hebrew that? word that means gift from God, and she's my gift from God. Wow. I just think, isn't that amazing? I mean, what do I say to that? How do I even compete, if you know what I mean? You rock! Oh, yeah, you rock, all right? But it's beautiful, you know? I mean, you're, you're already really a rich woman, trust me. With that kind of mindset, that caring, I mean, it's just so beautiful. It's so, it's so, what do I say? It's just, I, I, I'm actually, uh, I think it's amazing. You're Thank such you. an incredible woman. You're, you're an incredible woman. I mean, what a, a who does stuff Thank like that? Thank you, so much. All the better the last five years. I love her to bits. She loves you as well, evidently. <laughs> I love it. I think, I think you know, oh, imagine someone else, 65, saying, adopt a child, say, how can I adopt a child? I'm 65. How will I manage? I don't have money. It's very tough. And good old Colin comes along and says, I want to do it. And it's a gift. It's beautiful. You know what's going to happen, Colin? You, she's going to keep you young. You have no choice but to stay young now. 
Andrew, that is my son's favorite song. He plays that over and over and over again. Now, even when, it's, when I'm sleeping, I'm saying the wife is on the bus, swish, 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 swish. I'm, I'm thinking about it while I'm sleeping. Colin, you're an amazing woman. I'm absolutely uh, a pleasure to meet you and a privilege to meet you because people like there are very few people like you out there. And I think you really need to pat yourself on the back and give yourself a crown because you're a queen. You really are. You're an amazing woman. Give her a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, please. So let me give you an example of how this works, right? Uh, I'm going to show you how our mind works and so you get an idea. So our mind has a fighting system in it. That's a fighting system. And in the fighting system are files. So I'll give you an example. How many of you are scared or do not like spiders? Anyone who doesn't like spiders? Okay, most people dislike spiders. Very few people like them. But what has a spider ever done to you? Sometimes when you see a spider, you go, ah! And the spider is probably thinking, ah! Because, you know, you're huge, right? You're a giant, and this little thing is running around. And you start running, looking for something to whack it, and it's trying to escape as well. It's never attacked. You never come home one day, and there's a spider hiding behind the door, and goes, ha-ha! Never been attacked? Has a spider ever had an affair with your wife or your husband? No. What has a spider ever done to you? Has a spider ever caused you any harm? Cruelty? Did it ever come and beat you up? Did it attack your kids? No, the spider is just a poor spider. But in our mind, we have a file that spiders are bad. So how do we get these files? So one day, you're a child, you're a little baby, you're sitting down. And the spider comes into the house. The spider comes up your arm, you're a kid, and it sits on your shoulder. Are babies scared of spiders? No. Because spiders don't mean anything to them. So what happens then? The spider's there. Your mother walks in, sees the spider, and does what? What does the mother do? Go, ah! So everybody, after three, give me a nice big scream. Ready? One. Shoulder. Is the baby worried? 
Maybe, because now there's a file that says spiders are bad. So what happens now? My mother walks in, sees a spider on my shoulder, and after three, what does she do? One, two, three, she? Come on, guys. Sambada, at least scream. Sambada, you got to scream. After three. One, two, three. She screams, and then she hits the spider, stamps it, and it says, Mayur, that was a brilliant one, by the way. Stamps it, and it says, bad, 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 bad spider. So now in my mind, a spider is bad. The next day, another spider comes, and I'm a kid. What happens? I start crying. Why? Because references tell me that spiders are bad. Are spiders bad? No. Spiders are great. Because they do nothing to you. They chill out, they have their own web, they sit there for days, hours, months, and do nothing. But because we've got references like this, the same thing happens. Now, the same thing happens with money. You have what they call money files. So either you've never made money, so you have no reference. And no reference can be scary as an adult. Or you started a business, failed, started a business, failed, and you have many references. Or you've heard of other people who have started, failed, and you say, you know what, if they can't do it, how will I do it? You have stacks of files of negativity. Or you watch the news, it says, oh, uh, uh, people that are wealthy are unhappy, file. Uh, only the rich make money when they're evil, file. So we've got stacks of files, references about things that are not even true. Because we see it in everything we see, everything we hear, everything we smell, we taste, and we touch. The news you watch, and now we're living in the information age. You can't sit for five seconds without looking at that stupid phone. Same with me. Something happens in the world right now, it takes less than a second for the whole planet to get it. And what is the news full of? Negative bullshit. All day long. He died, bomb explosion, inflation, this is going bad, this is negative, fire, fire riots, and there's a constant referencing of negative bullshit. So much of it. And most of it doesn't even apply to you. Someone sees the stock market has crashed. And people go, oh, are you an investor? No, I'm not an investor. What are you crying about then? The point I'm making is there's so much information in below, uh, overload that our, our stacking system is full of references. If I now say, for example, if I now say let's invest in cryptocurrency, that's quite popular nowadays, 8 out of 10 people will say, are you crazy? It's a scam. That's what they'll say. But they know nothing about it. If I say invest in this market, some people will make judgments on that. If I say, let's start a, a pizza business. Oh, we can't do pizza. Pizza dominoes will kill us. The point I'm making, your, your mind is full of files that are destructive and prevent you from moving ahead. What I do as a coach is I help you rewire your file. I don't help you delete them. You can't delete them. But reframe them. So here's an example. If I came up to you today and said, let's invest in $20,000 in the stock market, and you've never invested before, but you trust me. You put the money in, I lose the money. Next time I come to you and say, let's invest some money, and you're going to say, ha, 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 forget it. Last time I gave you 20000 I lost it. But this time I put the money in, and I make 100000 You go, oh, shit, I should have done it. But your reference will stop you. So what are these references? Then you've got references of what I call comparison references. These are called comparison references. These are when you compare yourself to other people. 
you know what? I can't do it because he's better. He's got more education. She's much smarter. They have more money. Like some of the reasons that people have put, I don't have any money. I don't have any time. These are all references that are not true. So the more negative references you have, the harder it is for you to create wealth. Now, how do you change that? What's the quickest way to change that? One is you can go to a personal development program, jump up and down, beat your chest and say life is good. And nothing's going to happen. Temporarily, they will shift. Number two is you can read lots of books. That's a good idea. I'm a big fan of books, but not really much is going to happen. The only quickest way to do this is to what I call dilute those references. So how do I dilute those references? And I'll tell you how to do that. So if I take my reference, let's say I have no money. That's my reference. No money, so I cannot be rich. And this is a big one. Let's say this is really, really big, thick reference. Right? And this reference is really thick. So now I'm going to read a book and I'm going to try to fix this. But I can't. Because it's hard. See, people say positive think. You know when someone says, someone's going through a tough time, they say, be strong, be strong. Well, I can't be strong. It's hard. So how do I get rid of this? What's the quickest way? Anyone tell me in the chat, what's the fastest way for me to get rid of this negative reference in my the file? How do I change the file? Not get rid of it. How do I rewrite the file? Any idea? Uh, someone says make money, but I can't make money because what if I, uh, I can make money, but more than likely I won't because the file is very strong. It's a deep file. Delete the file says, maybe how do I start from starting? No visualization. No, stay away from the news. That's not really going to help much. Avengers, someone's put with you. Maybe it's correct. Create a new file. How do I do that? So the file, initially, when I first used to teach this, I would say the same thing. Let's create a new file. Let's add some new files. You can do that. But that's really hard. It's too much effort. So what do I do? The fastest way for me to do is to, again, put together, be surrounded, and get you drowned in people that are all thinking the opposite of you. These are all people that are thinking the opposite of you. So there comes a point where your file will disappear and your file will become part of this. That is the only and the fast. I could actually make new files, like I did just now with the purchase I did. I added a lot of new files into your head today. Really amazing one. I know I had. But that takes a lot of effort and a lot of energy. You can't do this by yourself. But this is really simple.
I would not have. I would have said five years ago, right, let's make new fires. If you read my book, The Secret Millionaire Blueprint, in there, there's a whole system of how to create new files. But I don't want to teach you that because it's hard work. It's really hard. And you can do it, but it'll take too long and we don't have time. Now the time is to do things quickly. Everybody wants everything now. There's no more patience anymore. People want things done now. Guys in the back office, while the screens are not working, please fix it. Right, so I'm just trying to say to you that everything has happened now. And so surrounding yourself and embedding yourself in the entire thing is what will make things work really, really effectively. Quick, fast, easy. No other way to do it. No, that's not true. This is the best way to do it. So now you've got these files in your head. Now we're going to say, right, I've got my list of excuses. I go to a motivation seminar. I get motivated. Two days later, I'm back to the same rubbish again. Someone comes up with an idea. I get really excited. Two days later, I'm back to start again. Because your mind will always go. So let me give you a metaphor. Imagine you're walking. Imagine you're walking down the road. And as you're walking down the road, you come across this pathway. This, uh, this big tall grass. The grass is this tall. A big field with grass this tall. Now you have to get across. So what do you do? So you now bury your way through and you go through the grass. It takes effort, it takes time, but you get through the end. In the evening, you decide that you want to go back. So where do you go? You go down the path you made. So now you go down the same path. Little, still a little bad, but a little easier to walk through. And then the next day you want to come back again. And what do you do now? You want to go across. Do you make a new path? No. You go down the same path. You go down the same path. Blah, 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 blah. And then again, you come back the next day. And now the path has become clear. So every single day, you are now going from one path to another. The same path, up and down all the time. This eventually becomes what I call a belief system. It's now a belief. So if I come up to you and say, right, let's try something different, you're going to say, what do you mean? And now I show you another way. Now the grass is very tall. So what are you going to do? What's, what's your natural reaction to try to go back to the easy path? It's just very natural to do that. But that's why people never change for long. They always go back. And they keep going back. So now, for me to go through this path, and oh, so much effort. Do I have to do it? And you have no reason. If I now go to the end of the path, and I add a reason, I put a big reason here massive reason here not only will you go through this path you will run through the grass you'll just run through the grass like a bullet because you now know that this path will achieve greatness otherwise this is comfortable it's called a comfort zone i can walk down this path anytime i want along the path i know there's a hole called no money i know there's a hole called no time i know the hole i'm not good enough they're all there because along that path you have made this path all day long, that's what we've done. And now you want to change. Because the circumstances around you have said, Oh my God, I need more money. Oh my God, I've got kids. Oh my God, I've got to go to college. I'm going to get my kids married. Retirement. But you knew that when you started on the path, you knew that 50 years ago, 70 years ago, 20 years ago, you knew. But you're walking down the same path. So now then what happens when you're walking down the path, all of a sudden, you start meeting other people who are walking down the same path. And you now think, oh my God, this is normal. It's not only me, 
Everyone's like that. So it's okay, I'll just go down this path. And then you look to your right, and you see someone driving down that path in a Ferrari. They are lucky, they're probably a rich father, a rich mother. And you go down this path, and eventually, by the time you hit 50, 60, you're like struggling. And then you come to what I call justification. I worked really hard. I got my kids educated. No, you didn't. Your kids educated themselves at school. You may have pushed them, I agree, but you didn't educate them in most cases. So I got life insurance. That's how I could call. But I, and then you come up with reasons why you have done what you have done. But you haven't. Because what you're doing is you're so horse, what's it, blinkered. You're so blinkered down that path that this path is impossible now. And one day you jump on this path by chance. And you go, wow, this is so good. But it pulls you back. Because it's comfortable here. It's so comfortable. Then you say, you know what? My mom and dad walked down this path. My great-grandfather walked down this path. Everybody walked down this path. So if everyone is walking down the path, I can walk down the same path. It's not my fault. Because I've been down, going down this path for generations. Really? Are you serious? You get what I'm trying to say, guys? You understand what I'm saying? Because if you don't understand this part, you will never ever be able to jump to a new path. It's impossible. You have to accept reality that this is the path that has been chosen. It is the chosen path. It is not by chance. No one becomes wealthy by chance. It is a choice. Now, some of you may say, what about people that are born wealthy? They want to be even more wealthier, so it doesn't count. The point I'm making is, think about the path you're going down. If I walk down this path today with you, does this path lead to financial freedom? Yes or no? If I walk down this path with you, some of you have been walking down this path for 50, 60 years of your life. Some of you just started. But it's never too late to change. Never too late to change. I swear. And you know what a good thing is? When you walk down the right path, the Avengers path, I call it now, people will start making the path bigger for you. They support each other. They work together. They work together. So you don't have to walk around like this. You walk around with comfort. You can drive a nice car to build a, build, a, build a big house. There's so much you can do. But most of us are so narrowed because of the files. The files. And, you know, I, my philosophies about my work have really changed over the years. You know, when I first started, it was all motivation. Stopped it one day. Then I thought about, you know what, change your thinking. Don't believe that now. Don't believe it. Too hard. Too much effort. I, I haven't got the patience to do that. And then I think, you know what, anyone can be rich. I believe that. Anyone can be happy. Absolutely. You don't have to be rich to be happy. You can be happy full stop. And I think possibilities are endless. I agree with that. And I also know that if you're with the right people, you save Decades. Like, decades. Today, what I know, like someone like Arzu who's come here, she's a, new, she's a new speaker. New meaning three years old. Maybe two, three years old. 
she would, if she does follows the right path, she'll do ten times more than I've done. And nothing. Nothing. Seriously. Because she's with the right people. Really is. I'm going to show you a video of somebody. I don't know if they have that. Did they not send you a video? I'll just check. I'm going to send. I'm going to show you a video. This is a person who was a lawyer before, and she left a pretty high-paying job. Uh, I don't know whether she was a good lawyer or not. Who knows? But uh, she came up to me. We came to my seminar one day. And okay, I have the video on my phone. If you can check. So she came one day and attended my seminar and what walked out of that day completely changed and she said I want to travel the world I want to see the world I want to see I want to do things that no one has ever done she sent me a video yesterday by last night and I saw the video and I'm now looking back rewinding for the first time that I met her in my seminar. She attended my seminar for the first time. I remember that. Little girl she was, tiny. And now I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, whoa. She's done some stuff I haven't even dreamed of doing yet. And it's a very short video. Hopefully they'll get it. Cause, I mean, I, uh, I wasn't meant to show it today, but uh, they, they're trying to get it. And I, I want to show it because it's really well put together. And it just shows you that, see, I'm not going to take credit for it because I don't take credit for anyone's transformation. I don't believe I do anything. You know, God is, God is great. He does everything. But I do believe one thing. I do believe one thing that the human mind is so powerful that it can do absolutely anything you can imagine. So I'm going to give you a little metaphor, and I don't normally talk about religion, but I'm going to talk about it in a, in a context. I've noticed that most organized religious uh, religions have congregation. They're congregation. They like to meet together and pray. And I've always thought about that. Why do people do that? You go to the churches, you go to the mosques, you go to the mandos. Congregation is very powerful. So I'm thinking, why? And I kind of realized, imagine you go to a location like that, like I went to Mecca years ago, and everybody is in one location focused on prayer. Like everyone's focus is one. It's like one focus. And imagine the power of combined focus in one location. I've seen it happening in churches and other places as well. And I'm thinking, so does that mean that the Imagine a unification of great thoughts together, focus on one idea, what kind of effect that will have? Imagine a bunch of really happy people hanging around with a bunch of really happy people in pursuit of happiness. Holy moly, I want to hang out with those people. That's a good bunch of people to hang out with. Imagine like my, my friend Samita, she's a coach, right? And she's like, she's, she's in love with her dogs. Like, her dogs, when she sees a dog, they're like, her eyes are like, they're like the saucers in the cartoon. 
buying with big love hearts in the in the eyeballs. It's like the dogs give us so much happiness that you can see it. It's like and she's married and the dog gives her more happiness I think than the husband, but I won't say that publicly. 